Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Her. Today, we're going to be talking about choosing to be the victim in your life. Because if you're anything like me, which if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that you are, you are either in one of three stages. You're in the everything is everybody else's fault and I am dealing with so much trauma and my life is fucked up because of you or you're in the like kind of um, space where you're transitioning out of that it's kind of like this you're in the desert feeling like you don't really understand what's happening you don't understand the past like you you understand the past but you don't really resonate with that anymore Um, but you haven't quite stepped into your new reality, right? And then the third phase is the phase where it's like, you know what, I'm in control of my life, I'm on top of things. Let me give you some context about why it is I chose this particular topic. I have been seeing um, women who are lying and manipulating and creating situations that make them the victim in order for them to get attention. This is the most interesting phenomenon to watch on social media. And what I have realized is that women for a long time have not had complete control over our lives. It might have seemed like we have, but we really haven't. So Back in the day, um, we had to rely on men in order to sustain ourselves financially and in the home and as well as society. And so there was this transition once women were able to have their own money, right? So we gained control of that. But the problem is, is that our mental and emotional space did not progress along with that. So we had a physical change, but it was not meant with our mind and our emotions. So then the issue that I see is that women um, feel like if we are not the damsel in distress, it's not something that's in the conscious mind, it's a subconscious thing. If we are not the damsel in distress, we won't get the attention. And that's just not true. (laughs) It's not true. we get to progress beyond that because that's no longer needed for us to be able to receive attention and love and all that good stuff. So where this showed up in my life was like, I, so I knew that fact, like if I played the damsel in distress, I would get attention. I did it so that I could gain access to certain rooms and certain financial um, groups that I wouldn't normally have access to, but it wasn't like a whole character thing that I had to work through. I just knew that information and used it to move myself forward. Whereas in my personal life, I didn't play the damsel in distress, but I did choose to be the victim more often than not. And I see it like a fence. You can either see yourself, the manifestation board of yourself, right? You have all the pieces. She has the car, the clothes, the house, you know, the the friends, the lifestyle, the, the business, whatever. That vision board version of yourself on one side and on the other side is like the old version of you or the 
the victim version of you that continues to point the finger at other people and continues to sit in lack and sorrow and pain and just like this low dense energy version of yourself you're sitting in that right so imagine yourself sitting on the fence and when things arise whether it be a conversation or a situation happens you have the opportunity to choose the embodied version of yourself that that vision that you have or you continue to go back to that victim version of yourself and i will tell you that for a long time i have gone back to the the victim version of myself more often than not because I did not know how to be the manifestation board vision of myself. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what that felt like. I didn't know what that embodiment was. And when I say embody, I didn't know it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I did not know it on all levels. And because I had never been there, because I had never seen what that looked like, Um, because I hadn't been around women who exuded that, right? So when a situation would arise, I would constantly place the blame on other people. I'll give you an example. When something would happen with the men that I dated, it was always like, oh, well, I've been through trauma, right? And it was something that I definitely needed to own up to. Like, maybe it was the way that I expressed myself, or maybe it was the way that I shut down, or what have you. It was always like, oh, well, my trauma. As opposed to, you know what, you're right, I shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. I could have handled it like X, Y, and Z, and this is how I'm going to do better. Two things can be true at the same time. It might be that I never learned how to do whatever it is that I could have done. That might be true. But on the flip side, what's also true is I get to choose to be that version of myself over and over again every day. And that gets to be the new normal. Otherwise, if I keep saying, oh, my trauma, oh, my trauma, oh, my pain, I'm not embodying that version of myself. I'm not acting as the woman who has control of her mind, emotions, her body, her actions, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because when you think about the manifestation board vision of yourself, if she's anything like what I've created for myself, she doesn't just give herself an out. She doesn't sit there and allow for her mind or her emotions or her actions to be out of control. She's completely in check 24-7. She owns up to things. She's responsible. She's accountable. She expresses herself well. And so because that's the version of myself, I have to catch myself even now. Like, I have to think a lot before I speak. And sometimes I have to think longer than I normally would. But I would rather take the time and think a lot longer on what it is that I want to say or how I want to present myself than to speak before I'm ready or to act before I'm ready and then it turn out completely terrible or it then reverts back to my old way of being and more often than not I find that we as women have not progressed where I see what I see us moving towards it but I feel that if we can just realize that we don't get both at the same time If we can realize that we get to choose to either be that manifestation board vision of ourselves 
or the victim. We can't have both. It would progress us a lot further. So where I see this really coming up is in like the dating world and how we present ourselves and how we speak of men and how we interact with them. So there was an interaction that I had maybe a week or two ago with a man on Clubhouse. And he was saying how like, I think first I had said something or someone in the group had said something about how, like at what point do we as women say enough is enough? And at what point is this bad behavior from men going to change because they want it to change, not because we're we're saying something or doing something different. Like, you want us to be accountable and responsible. Okay, fine. But I'm not accountable and responsible for what it is that a man has to say. And I also went on to say that I don't speak ill of men because the kind of men that I want to be around treat me with kindness. They treat me with love. I don't pay attention to the ones that are bad apples. I won't because that's not the version of reality I'm interested in experiencing. And when we continuously look at life from that lens, like what is the version of life that I wanna experience? We no longer have to deal with men who show up shorter than that. And so he then went on to say like, oh, men, you know, they need time and they need understanding. I said, that's all fine and dandy, but that doesn't need to include me. I am not part of that process. I will give you understanding. I will give you grace and I will let you go on about your business. I'm just going to remove myself from all of that because if I get in that dynamic with you of trying to talk to you through the abuse that you're giving me, that automatically puts me in a place of a victim and I'm not going to do it. Think about it. If you keep going back to somebody, if you keep going back to a man, who talks to you like you're trash, at what point is it then your responsibility, not your fault, your responsibility, and at what point are you then accountable for how he's treating you? Yes, he's accountable. Yes, he has to address his part in it, but that's not for us as women to talk about. We're not their mothers. We're not here to raise them. We're not here to coach them through it right so when you start looking at a dynamic like you know what i can either choose to be the victim in this dynamic or i can choose to be the victor in this dynamic that doesn't take away from the fact that he's talking to you like you're trash but what it does do is helps you realize you don't have to be the victim in this situation just because you want a relationship just because you don't want to be lonely just because you want attention you don't have to do any of that Because when you remove yourself from that situation, not only are you setting the precedent that, okay, wait a minute, that's no longer the norm, ever. We have now moved the baseline up and and at the very minimum, I am treated with kindness, I am treated with respect, I am treated like an equal. And when you move the baseline up, it's like anybody below that baseline no longer exists, which then removes you from being a victim to men. I really believe that we as women have given them way too much attention. And it's all the attention that they never received when they were growing up. And that's okay. Two things can be 
true at the same time. I acknowledge that they got a lot of stuff going on, but that's not our job. That's not our business, especially when we're talking about being partners to men. I don't get in the habit of trying to mother a man. I won't do it. I don't want to talk about what you're struggling with mentally and emotionally on that level so that I can help coach you out of it. If you need me to share your burdens, that's different. But I'm not your therapist. I'm not your punching bag. I'm not your mother. And we as women get to step out of that role. Because when you choose to be a punching bag to someone else, you have to deal with the ramifications of that. We don't get to say, oh, well, he abused me for five years and not take into account that we chose to be there. And that's speaking as a woman who chose to be with someone on multiple occasions that abused her. Multiple men abused me, but I also chose to be there. So I can continue to tell the story of like, oh, they abused me, oh, they abused me. Or I can talk about why I chose to stay because why I chose to stay is the real story. And that's the real challenge that needs to be overcome so that I can do better. If I keep talking about their actions, I will never be able to progress from that because they are who they are. They're going to do what they do. That doesn't mean that I have to accept it. I'm not going to change their behavior by talking about it. And it, it only makes me feel better for 30 minutes to sit there and talk about what it is that they're doing or not doing. So at that point, what are we going to do? What are you going to do to change that narrative? Because we as women have told that story and ran it into the ground. He did this. He did that. He did this. He did that. And I, I get it. I get it because it feels good to point the finger. It really, really does. There's something, I'm a Scorpio, as y'all know. There is something deep within my soul that feels good when I sit there and tell on whoever did it. It like frees my inner child to some degree. So I get it. But at a certain point, that no longer is going to sustain your growth. And if you want to grow beyond that point, if you want to grow beyond being the victim of your life, then you get to take accountability and responsibility for the role that you played. And if it's if you're like me and you went through things during your childhood, I get it. You know, that person was the adult and you were the child. So there is some understanding there. And how I have addressed that is the parent was responsible from ages zero to 18, right? But then at that point, once we hit 18, I'm responsible for how I've allowed you to have control over my emotions to have control over how I show up, to have control over my mind, and I won't allow you to do it anymore. And that is the role that we play when it comes to our childhood. We have been telling our childhood stories for years. 
And I really believe that that's why uh, a lot of people have been affected by childhood trauma, myself included. Once I stopped telling that story, it released me from that storyline. I'll give you this uh, very interesting video that I had watched on TikTok. And this woman goes on to explain how we manifest, right? We don't, we talk about manifestation in the form of positivity, but we don't talk about manifestation in the form of negativity. So imagine that manifestation um, is very much like a 3D printer. The printer is your mind, right? Your mind is 3D printing your life. And if you know anything about a 3D printer, it prints in phases and it's like automatic. So once you feed it what it needs to print, it then prints that out in the 3D. So if that is true about your mind and how you print your reality, your mind is constantly printing your reality based on what you're feeding it. So if you continue to feed it the story over and over again, of I'm the victim, they did this, my trauma that, my abuse this, that's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to interact with. So the people in your reality are going to continue to show up as those characters in your life. And it is not until you change what's in your mind to tell it a different story so that it then can print a new reality. How I've been able to do this, how I've been able to choose to be the victor versus the victim is I remove myself from a lot of situations. Um, sometimes I give notice, sometimes I don't give notice. And it's not, for some people, it's respectfully, fuck you. For other people, it's just, you know what, this really isn't working, whatever this is. Um, and then for others, it's like, you know what, I need time to myself to figure out what all is going on here. And then maybe we can come back. Like my best friend, we stopped speaking for a year and it started off as respectfully fuck you. And eventually it clicked into my mind. Sorry, I live in the city. Eventually it clicked in my mind. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Like she's just at a different phase in her journey and like let me check the role that I played and eventually it was like you know what maybe we can come back together we just need time and now we're thick as thieves thick as thieves and it's better than ever because I'm not the victim of my life she's not the victim of hers and we're able to just like maneuver hang out and have fun together and I really feel like in order for us to have healthy relationships with people, we have to stop telling that story with those people, especially with our family, because we've been with them, you know, for a lot of us, at least 18 years. And if that's been heavily cemented into our subconscious, aka our nervous system, it's going to be hard for us to print a new reality with them until we stop telling that story, until we regulate our nervous system, 
and until we address the things that happen in conversation or that happen in situations because if you keep allowing those situations to go on it doesn't matter how much you feed your brain a new story it doesn't matter how much you regulate your nervous system you're compounding the issue by interacting with those people and that's you choosing to be the victim in your life over and over again and like i said earlier people are going to be who they are you can't change them but you can change you So either you properly address them and set boundaries or you remove them or whatever it is you need to do and you do the work on the back end. But at a certain point, we've got to stop pointing the finger at other people. They are human just like we are. We're not perfect. Neither are they. And when we can take ownership of the role that we play, that really removes other people from the equation. Even if I have an issue with somebody else, I will not talk to them about it and address it with myself and move on because then I don't have to deal with that situation ever again. If I feel disrespected, I might tell someone where they got me fucked up at, but then I'm moving on because I should have never even engaged my energy in that in the first place. And I own that and I take that and I bid you adieu. And the more that you just come back to you and you take ownership and you take accountability and you're responsible for your energy, okay, we have to be the energetic managers of our lives, okay? We have to discern who we want to engage in energetic contracts with. And if it's not working, if the terms of the contract are not working like they're supposed to, then it's time to go. Everybody I engage with respects me because I respect myself. I I don't tolerate bullshit and less than because it's not necessary. And even when I've been disrespected by certain family members, if I'm still rocking with them, it's not that I like told them off or anything like that. I just stayed quiet because I don't have anything to say. I'm not going to disrespect you just because you disrespected me. And those things, when you start to maintain your energy and manage how you assert yourself, how you express yourself, talk, um, the way that you think about things, you start to become in extreme control of your reality. And at that point, there's no way for you to be a victim because you're constantly managing your own life. When you are a victim, and I'm not talking about like when heinous stuff happens let me make that disclaimer and I should have made that earlier I'm not talking about when like a crazy life situation happens and someone is an attacker and you know something unfortunate happens I've had stuff like that happen that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about you know situations where you you have a choice between engaging or not engaging you have a choice between the story you tell or not telling Right. Um, In those situations, when you are in control, when you're in the driver's seat of your life, nobody can take you somewhere that you're not trying to go. But when you take a backseat to your life and you allow someone else to drive you where they're going or where they think you should go, you can't be upset because they took you somewhere that you didn't want to go. You weren't driving your own car. So therefore, you ended up in hell. And that, if we as women can grasp that concept and not allow anybody, man 
or woman to drive us to hell, we would be so much better for it. So much better for it. Like, I get it. Being the victim feels, it feeds your your trauma. It feeds your um, need to be validated. It feeds your pain. It, fe- it feeds all of the lesser feeling, gross, disgusting um, feelings that you have going on. It feeds into all of that. It's an addiction. I get it. But I can promise you that when you start to override that and start to feed that version of you that you envision in your head, that is equally addicting. It has gotten to the point where now I am constantly looking for the better feeling thought. I am constantly like looking for ways to release myself. Sorry, I live in the city. I am constantly looking for ways to release myself from the mental and emotional prison and it feels so good to release that dense, heavy energy and step into who I am even more. And the more I do it, the better it feels and the better it feels, the more I do it. And that is then building a healthy relationship with yourself and it's also building a healthy addiction to progress to growth to expansion i'll end on this when we are constricted when we're small when we're boxed in there's only but so much space right so think of yourself as being in a small box and you've pressed yourself up against that box and that's as far as you can go and it it feels good to have the pressure right it feels good to be constricted because it's like this itch right that you are looking to scratch but when you get to a point where you're not in a tight box and you're not constricted and you get comfortable with space with the ability to grow with the ability for expansion it starts to feel really good the challenge is the crossover for those that have always been constricted it feels uncomfortable when you're not constricted for those who have always felt like you know what they their life makes them feel like they're in shackles it's going to feel uncomfortable for a while for you to have the space for you to have the freedom for you to feel like you can grow in a healthy environment it's going to feel very uncomfortable but it's the best decision that you can ever make for yourself this is why people struggle when they quit their nine to five or they stop getting in long-term relationships and take time for themselves like those moments where you do something outside of your normal or the normal, it's going to feel very, very weird. You're going to feel confused. You're going to think like you're going insane, but it's because your mind is so used to walking the tightrope. It's like you, you get off on the pressure. You get off on the chaos. And the moment that that's not there, it's like, well, now what? But that's when the real fun begins because you get to unravel like all of the tension, all of the pressure, and you get to just be. And that there's no feeling like it. I have been the laziest person I have ever been over the last couple of weeks. (laughs) And it feels great because I'm actually resting. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm eating what I want to eat. I'm watching what I want to watch. I have binge watched so many shows that I've been wanting to catch up on. And I have been 
sleeping at all hours of the day like and it feels so good to just expand and relax and my mind is growing and my body is healing and my nervous system is relaxing and that when you choose to be the victor of your life you no longer have to feel the tension you don't need the tension to expand or grow you don't need the pressure right so I hope that that helped you um, I really wanted to express that because it's important like we don't we as women have been victims in the storyline of our lives for years it's been a societal issue it's been personal issue like that story is old you know it's cute to sit there and say like oh the men created society and i'm such a victim to all of the issues but you know what we benefit from it too we benefit heavily from it too so i would rather focus on the benefits and i would rather use all of it to my advantage and come from a place of um, empowerment, a place of embodiment, than to sit in a victim state and never progress beyond what I think is possible for myself. Um, I also wanna share that I am gonna be doing my mastermind in August. There is one art, one spot that's already spoken for. I have uh, nine other spots available. So if you are interested in joining my mastermind in August, um, payment plans are available. Uh, as we get closer to the date, the payment plans are gonna be less and less um, just because of how I structure them. So if you're interested and you want to hop in and you want more details, you can message me on Instagram. I'm still checking those. Um, otherwise, until next time.